Welcome back everybody. This is Eric and Chad here with Iraq Veteran 8888. Uh, today we're going to be making a gun gripe episode. It's probably a little bit out of the ordinary what you're used to seeing from us. In 1954, William Golding wrote a book called The Lord of the Flies. And in that book, these kids basically are, you know, deserted on an island. They're shipwrecked or whatever. They're deserted on this island. If you haven't read the book, you need to read it. It's an excellent book. But they basically band into these little factions and uh, they eventually kind of have like these little tribes that they, you know, go with and everything like that. And they use a conch shell as a moderator. Okay, you see where I'm going with this. And whoever's holding the conch shell gets to speak their mind and everybody else has to listen. The conch shell becomes a symbol of authority and, and reverence in terms of, uh, you know, how they look at, uh, I guess, the officials of the tribe or whatever. I'm not going to give away the book if you haven't read it, but, uh, you know, recently we took place in a roundtable, and uh, we, we want to discuss it a little bit. There's definitely some things about it that I think uh, people took away some good points, but there's also some things about it that I think people uh, misunderstood and misinterpreted uh, a few things. I will say that um, the panel itself was certainly uh, busy, I guess would be the word for it, a lot of... Uh, a lot of people, and I think for the amount of time that we had allotted, there was a lot of folks that had a lot of things they wanted to say, and uh, I think, quite frankly, we could have talked for hours. There was a lot of good things to be said, I believe. Uh, I, I didn't agree with everybody, okay, uh, for sure. I agreed with Tim. You know, he and I have a very steadfast and uh, uh, a very no-compromise uh, situation when it comes to supporting the Second Amendment, and I do want to make that clear in this video, guys. You know, I have devoted a lot of time and passion and effort to fighting uh, any type of attack on our Second Amendment rights. I've been doing it for years, years and years and years I've been at this. This is nothing new to me. Uh, you know, and this situation with the NRA, I just want to clarify. Guys, we do not support the NRA, okay? The NRA, they screwed up, all right? They dug a hole... And they dug and dug and dug, and now they're in the bottom of it, wondering how the heck they're going to get out. You know, I'm not saying one way or the other way or not you should support the NRA. I've said it in previous videos. Guys, come on, use your common sense there, okay? You don't have to support the NRA. You're not going to hurt this guy's feelings if you hate the NRA, okay? I don't care. And there's a lot of downright lies that have been spread about this channel that I don't appreciate one dang bit. Straight up lies. Bold-faced, no factual evidence, lies about us. And I'm not going to say who's doing it, because it doesn't matter. But guys, this divide is not what we need in this community right now. You don't see anti-gun people showing up on this channel and spewing a bunch of hatred and garbage. The anti-gunners that do show up they try to provide at least some form of logical argument that you, can, that you can debate against, okay? But we shouldn't have lies and propaganda and bullcrap coming from our own dang side. It's unfair, and it's not fair for people to attack my family on social media over this crap. And you guys know dang well where we stand. It should be, without a shadow of a doubt, where we're at on this situation. I thought we were past all this. I've worked for years 
to build this. And I'm not going to let a bunch of fools that don't know what the heck they're talking about give me a bad name for no dang good reason at all. Guys, you know, John over at the Gun Collective is a personal friend of mine. I've known him a long time. He is a good guy. I think the, the light in which they wanted to put together that roundtable was a very good intention, okay? It was, and it was the first time anything like that had been done, as far as I know, um, and everything. So I think John's intentions were good. He was trying to really pull in a lot of uh, folks from a lot of different walks of life that could provide a, a little bit of, uh, you know, uh, perspective on the whole situation. So there was one comment that was made that, you know, I think that, I think that Chad was, was greatly misunderstood and he was cut off. All right. This conch shell in this video is the moderator. It's just a conch shell. In the book, Lord of the Flies, this is just a symbol for authority. That's all it is. So, guys, why is it that in our everyday lives, we want to be so willing to grab the conch? Pun, no pun intended. Why do we want to be so intent on trying to control the conch when we should sometimes be willing to listen a little bit? You know, I think what our channel is really about is perspective. We try our best to show a wide variety of different perspective from various gun owners. You know, we try to appeal to the Millsurp shooters, the black powder shooters. We try to appeal to the guys that like machine guns and full autos. We like to appeal to the guy that likes ARs and AKs. We like to appeal to the people that like to hunt and fish and do cool outdoor guy stuff. Guys, our channel is completely encompassing and, and we try and reloading, gunsmithing, all the things we do, gun gripes. We would not make these videos if we didn't care about the Second Amendment community. And I want that to be quite clear. And uh, it, it's just, it really is, dare I say, just a travesty that there are people out there that claim to be pro-Second Amendment and that would throw their fellow brothers under the bus for no good reason and bold-faced lie about things they don't know what they're talking about and take things completely out of context. Guys, this division is not what we need. We do not need this. It is not helping. And uh, I'm going to say some more things, but for now... Why, thank you. I appreciate you letting your little boy talk a little bit. Um, I also have a pad of paper with some crayons, so and maybe if I get out of line, Eric can spell things out for me in language that I can understand. Um, the thing is, there was a lot of things going on Wednesday night, and um, you know, I was trying to figure out what the heck was said <laughs> that got people so riled up, and you know, no one will give me a timestamp in the video. I have to go back and try to watch the entire thing to figure out what was said. All they're doing is basically spewing the same fake news that's been put out there, just like, you know, what like the Trump administration, for example, deals with the mainstream media. I feel like that's a pretty good analogy as to what we're dealing with right now. But, you know, when, when you're in a panel like that and it's the first time anything like that's been done, there's so many things going on in your mind listening to all the various opinions that are out there on a particular given subject. And, um, any of you guys who follow this channel and have watched previous gripes, and especially the political ones about gun control and such, you guys know exactly where we stand. You know where I stand on the matter. But the point that 
I was trying to make last night as far as, say, for example, HR3999. All right, I've had two points that I wanted to make, but I did get cut off and then it just kind of got lost in translation and forgotten about. And then all this, you know, propagation of, of bullcrap just kind of came down the pipeline. But if, number point number one, if the antis out there and these rhinos who, you know, bipartisanly supported this bill and many others, if they would just come out and say that they want to ban bump fire devices, that would make it a lot easier on our end to probably get together and defend against that. But it would also still create the divide where you have people that say, I don't care about bump stocks. I don't care anything about it. I just want share. Or I just don't care about bump stocks in general. I don't care if they go the way of the dodo, whatever. And then you have the others, like many people out there, who say, no, we're not going to compromise on anything. And, you know, there, there's a way to have a reasonable discussion about things. But then you have the other side, okay? So why don't the anti-gunners and these rhinos come out and just say what they want, okay? They want to ban all semi-autos. They want a, another assault weapons ban without a sunset. Why don't they just come out and say that instead of just putting out this ambiguous bullcrap in these bills that's just ever so encompassing? And it creates even more divide because, okay, bump fire stocks are, are in there because they're rate increasing devices, but then the folks that you know, don't care about bump fire stocks, they don't pay attention to the rest of the bill and the additional ramifications of the bill, you know, and what it could mean for the entire gun community as a whole. And the point I was trying to make was the divide in the community is just nuts right now. I can't believe that we're dealing with this kind of crap. And like I said, I'm, I'm kind of a no compromise kind of guy as, as well. I mean, the big thing is I don't support a ban on bump stocks. Do I really care much about them? Truthfully, no. They're a fun tool, if you will, but I still feel like the, the perpetrator in you know, the act that led up to all this is the root of the problem, the individual. And regulating morality, like we've talked about in the past, is an impossibility. You cannot do it. It is impossible to regulate morality. And even like we said before, Nancy Pelosi came out and said that she hopes that this is a slippery slope. She hopes that the ban on bump fire devices and rate increasing devices leads to more gun control. She came out and said that truthfully. She also said that no gun control on the books currently would make any difference. So, ooh, yeah, that's a pretty picture. Show everybody that. No, not yet? Okay. But the thing is, I was gravely misunderstood last or uh, Wednesday night. And uh, for the folks out there that are per perpetrating crap about me and about the channel especially, you guys can go to hell in a handbasket for all I care. You know, you're part of the problem in the big scheme of things. And uh, it doesn't do the community any good. Um, do I like what the NRA said? No, I've publicly said that. I do not like what Wayne LaPierre and Chris Cox came out in a public statement after the shooting and, and put out there about, you know, the additional regulations that they would approve of after the massacre, okay? I don't, and I've said that. But... The thing is, to blame people on the board, and especially Pete Brownell, who is the big reason why I lifed up at the uh, NRA annual meeting this past year, and why Tim lifed up, and why a lot of us were kind of on board with trying to support the NRA and getting that big ship to change direction and turn for the better. But, you know, to, to blame somebody like Pete and blame Brownells as a company is completely immature, because the facts aren't out there. Okay, nobody really knows. They just want to point a finger 
and be lazy about it and be done and just, okay, well, somebody else pointed the finger that I watch a video on, so I'm going to point the finger too, not knowing what's really going on. You know, but I'm going to pass this back and we'll continue this discussion. I think the, the big takeaway here is, uh, I, I mean, and there's, there's a lot of things that kind of go into, into this thought process I'm about to mention, but the burden of leadership. That, you know, it, there's a whole thought process behind the burden of leadership. Guys, leadership's a burden. It is. It's tough because all the problems are your fault, you know, and everybody wants to point to the leader in the community to being uh, the person that, that has to, you know, deal with the dirty laundry. Well, guys, guess what? Challenge accepted. I am glad, I am proud that my channel has grown to the level that it has and that enough people trust me uh, to be that voice. Uh, for them. So, you know, the people that we're talking about that are basically lying about us, look, I agree with some of the stuff they said, okay? In fact, I was like this close to supporting them on Patreon the other day just to show my support. We don't always have to see eye to eye on everything. It's okay, you know, and apparently there was like during the round table, there was some like banning going on or something like that. Some people were getting banned. Look, guys, we didn't have anything to do with any of that crap. You will know. I, I do not like the idea of silencing people in their opinions. That's horrible. Why would I do that? So uh, apparently there was a bunch of very very upset people uh, over some of the things that were going on with the the panel. That guys, we didn't have any control over that. All right. Uh, this guy that uh, you know apparently was upset that he I guess wasn't invited to the panel. Invite him. Who cares? I mean. It's okay for everybody to have an opinion and to have a say. And, and this person that put out this, you know, horrible expose or whatever they're trying to put, whatever they think, this lie that they're putting together about us, they're entitled to an opinion, and their opinion matters. It matters to me. If there's someone that's pro-gun, then I respect their opinion. Uh, you know, it's, it's okay to disagree. It's totally okay to disagree. But... Fighting amongst ourselves is only going to give the great divide. It's going to give the anti-gunners exactly the fuel they need to push a wedge right between our community and go straight to Capitol Hill and do exactly what they want to do. And while we're all arguing amongst ourselves, they're going to do whatever they need to do. So the question is, what do we do? What's the course of action here? Are we just going to keep making uh, gun gripe videos and talking about so-and-so uh, said something about me and blah, 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 and, and dang it, that's not fair. I don't like this. Or are we going to actually do things and get some stuff done? I mean, guys, one thing that we have mentioned time and time again in our videos is we have to be proactive and we have to get people involved. It's not the NRA. It's not Gun Owners of America. It's not the Second Amendment Foundation. It's not any of that. Guys, I mean, if you're, if you're a member of those groups, more power to you. If that's who you want to support, guys, I want you to do it. I want you to do what feels right to you. If you don't want to support the NRA, by all means, don't dang support them. Alright? Fine. There's a lot of lies being put out there about us. And I, I personally find it to be a, a direct insult on my character, and I don't appreciate it one bit. But, again, the question lies. What do we do? What do we do? Well, for one, you can start ringing all these dang rhinos' phones off the hook. Every five minutes, I want you to call them and blow up their phones. I want their secretary to have a heart attack. She's going to be so upset. 
she, she's like, Mr. So-and-so, you got a call, and, and I want her to quit her job. I want her to be so upset and so riled up that she quits her job. Uh, you know, that's the kind of stuff we need. We need people being rabble-rousers, but to the right people. The energy that these folks are putting out to try to divide the gun community, if that energy were put in a place that would fight against against the people that are trying to take our rights, we'd have this uh, we'd have this over overnight. But why is it that our energies are wasted fighting each other, and especially when the things that people are talking about just simply aren't dang true? You know, I can understand if if I took some hard stance on something that somebody really hated, like if I just came out and, and you know, took this, this super hard line stance on something, like some of the other channels have done. But guys, we have always been critical of what lawmakers are doing. We have always tried to be the conch shell. In the, in the book, Lord of the Flies, that conch shell is a signal to blow that shell and to rally the troops and to rally, rally the, the assembly together to talk about what's going to go on. So this channel is that conch shell. But we all have that shell in our hands at all times. You don't have to wait on me to give you the shell. Guys, this shell's just a symbol. It means nothing. Your voice is your voice. All we do is try to rally the troops and try to get something done. Guys, I don't care what banner we rally under. I don't. If the banner says GOA on it, fine. If it says NRA on it, fine. If it's got a picture of my dog on it, fine. I don't care. As long as we get the job done, and as long as we can move on with our lives, that's my only concern. It's really quite simple. <clears throat> One of the issues that I have with a lot of the crap that's out there is that, indeed, but... One of the issues that I have with all the crap out there and all the, the stuff that people are saying is, okay, well, they want to complain about the NRA. All right, they want to go join Gun Owners of America because Gun Owners of America doesn't compromise at all. And the NRA has been known to compromise. Yeah, that's a really poor history of the NRAs dating back to 1934. And, you know, it, like I said before, you know, Pete Brownell being president of the board, it doesn't really mean a whole lot unless, you know, like what Adam Kraut was saying the other night, which he got a ton of hate for, is, um, you know, if, if you want to change the NRA, you have to be a part of it. And the, you know, the, the thing that I hate is there are how many gun owners in America? Well over 100 million, but yet there's only 5 million members of the NRA. There's only 1.5 million members of the gun owners of America. But then you have a lot of state-level grassroots organizations that people love, and like people like myself and Eric, we're members of, you know, gun uh, rights groups like Protel over in Switzerland, you know? And, I mean, we support gun rights all across the, not just the country, but the world, you know. And uh, to, to complain about the big shift that is the NRA and not be a member of it is somewhat counterproductive. Um, you know, as Adam said, the way to change the board is to be a member, a voting member, and actually do something. And actually change the board. And then, therefore, change the way that the ship sails. And uh, a lot of people are calling for the resignation of Wayne and Chris. And, you know, I'm not going to disagree with that. You know, I mean, personally, I, I think that the leadership of the NRA just, it definitely needs a little bit of an overhaul in order to change their image. They have a very piss poor image right now. 
And uh, as Eric said, the lies that are propagating about us and uh, being NRA shills and such as that are completely false. We say what we want and we do what we want. And, you know, having an inside line with the NRA to things that they're trying to accomplish as far as the ILA goes, that's their legislative branch that lobbies in Washington for gun rights, is, is interesting at best. And it's given us some information that we could put out there to you guys to kind of rally the troops and get information out that needs to be put out in order to get some of these anti-gun agendas stopped. And um, the thing is, people are hating on Adam for no good reason. You know, Adam is, in my opinion, a voice of common sense and reason in, in this cloudy mess here. And, uh, you know, I'd like to think that we are as well. I mean, we try to see things with common sense and kind of try to stay like kind of on the middle ground and see both sides. And uh, right now, like Eric said, the divide is killing us. And this is exactly what anti-gunners want, is they want that divide. They want us to be disorganized. Now, if we can't get behind just standing up to all this anti-gun propaganda and all this crap that's coming down the pipeline, then what good are we? If we're infighting among ourselves and people are spewing lies about us and other folks, and that's all that the you know, folks are focusing on, and they're not focusing on the ultimate goal, then there's a big issue with that. That's the bottom line. Yep. Bottom line. If it ain't right, don't do it. We, we've never told anybody to go out and sign up for the NRA. I could care less if you join the NRA, guys. I don't care. What I do care about is our voice that we collectively have. It's really plain and simple, guys. We have a heck of a lot of content that we've been working very hard and tirelessly trying to work and get all this content out for you guys. Gun gripes are relatively easy to cut, guys. We don't mind making them. I, I, I am proud that the Second Amendment community uh, looks at people like me as a pillar. Okay, fine. Something gets said and, and you're not happy, you want to hold our feet to the fire, that's okay. That's okay because if people hate you, it means you're doing something right. I would rather have an enemy be honest with me and tell me how much he hates me. That means that what I'm doing is making some type of an impact. I would rather see the hatred come from the opposite side of the fence, not from our own camp. Okay, It's okay to have a varying opinion on something. If you don't agree, it's fine. We all have a right to say what we want and, uh, and do what we want. So uh, I guess the only thing that, uh, that I would leave you guys with is, uh, you know, just, just try to think about how important your rights are to you. You know, don't allow this divide to drive a wedge between the gun community because it's really going to do some bad things. I have a hard line stance on the Second Amendment. Not one inch. We, we do not support any form of gun regulations at all unless it's some type of positive thing like a, the carry bill that we, we you know, worked so hard to try to get you guys to get out of committee, all right, which we did get out of committee. You know, the, uh, the SHARE Act. That's the kind of stuff we need to be talking about, the positive things that we can proactively go after with this wonderful community that we have here. Gun people are some of the most level-headed, awesome people. You guys are great. And we have a lot of power collectively. And we have a lot of muscle if we only just choose to flex it. We, we, we are the sinew, the sinews of that muscle. 
And those little fibers are broken, that muscle's less and less strong. We, we need that muscle to be strong and we need to flex it. We need to show our might because right now is not a time. Again, I say it a lot, but it's not a time for us to be divided on this. We have to stick together. And I'll leave you with that. That's all I'm going to say. Now I'm going to finish up here. All right, so we know who our friends are. I had people coming out of the woodwork this morning that I've known for years to say that they know what the point I was trying to convey in that message. And I got cut off, and then things got misconstrued and blown out of proportion and taken way out of context. And like I said before, you folks that have been following us from near the beginning or even you know, just a few years ago, and you've seen our stance on things like this, you know that everything that's being perpetrated out there about us collectively is false. And the folks that would be out there spreading this hatred about us and a number of other people are just, um, they're basically just immature. They're looking for attention, and we're not going to give it to them. And um, the thing is, we, uh, like I said, we know where we stand, and uh, that's all I have to say about that. And uh, you guys can take that for what you will. Haters are going to hate. And uh, no matter what we do or what we say, people are still going to believe that we're being paid by the NRA for whatever reason to say what we say. And uh, it's not the case. We are a very independent entity in this, uh, in this community. And uh, we retain that and we enjoy the transparency that allows us. We're not like a big magazine, um, which, you know, as of now, print is still going out of style. You have a big magazine that, say, uh, a guy writes an article, he gets paid for it, but then the editor decides that, well, this company that he wrote this article about isn't quite happy with it. Well, they can just threaten to pull all that advertising, and then the article gets changed. So what sort of truth are you getting there? You know, and a lot of times those kind of things take months to be put out there to print to where anybody can read it. We can just take what, we, <laughs> what happened on Wednesday night, and then we can address it within a day, and this video will be live today. This is Red Friday. You know, remember everyone deployed. So... This video is going up on a Friday. We're here filming it, and it'll be up in a few hours. But the thing is, we know who our friends are out there, and we know who our true supporters are. And uh, like I said, anybody who wants to perpetrate otherwise, keep on doing it. You know?